Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network, or should I say, the award-winning Oz Network podcast, as we are here to talk about the award-winning season of The Amazing Race. I I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but we're here, we're back. We promised you somewhat weekly coverage, and so far we've delivered two out of two times. (laughs) We're here. Um, Everyone else couldn't be bothered, so I'm... Going to be doing this with a light crew, um, much like the Amazing Race. We had to pull back uh, on our casting and and our crew. We had to scale back due to unseen developments. But we're still here to talk about this season and and everything that had to do with this Scottish leg and your trousers and all that stuff. Um, I am your host, Rossi, as I was last week and the week before, and will hopefully be for the rest of the season unless I'm replaced. Hopefully not. Um, but speaking of a man who's hopefully wearing trousers, Jared, you're here? Yes, wearing trousers and uh, glad to be back. Um, this was an interesting leg. Um, a little bit boring from my perspective. I feel like last week, nothing for me in this episode eclipsed the brilliance that was that male challenge last week. Uh, but this was, it was an interesting episode. I think there's quite a bit to talk about, not in terms of the race, the challenges or anything. But I think the interesting developments, and obviously we have to talk about that, the end of like the episode where like it was an unforeseen situation and we get to talk all about that. I mean, no one's too excited to talk about a pandemic. But in terms of this show, it's pretty interesting. Uh, what were your thoughts on the whole episode in self Jared? Yeah, I agree. There was just something about it that wasn't, terribly interesting i think even the self-drive components which normally are great and it's nice to see people struggling to drive the stick shift um but i don't know something about it just didn't really work this episode i feel like it was really hard to keep track of where people were and whether they were on track or off track it was just all very confusing and the tasks themselves i think apart from the singing challenge were just really lackluster yeah, the that some of the challenges were not uh, TV friendly is what Colin I think said last week. Some of the challenges not being, you know, friendly for us to watch, um, and I really felt that at the the barrel challenge. I was like, there is literally nothing worth showing here. Um, mm. But I, yeah, and you think for a self driving episode, especially with automatic, like that's when, or not automatic manual, like that's when you're like, oh, this is going to be really epic, and you like get people like literally stuck in traffic and the people are like honking behind them and everything and and we didn't get any excitement i was confused the whole time i was like some teams were 
like, oh, hurry here, we got to merge here on the highway. And then other teams never even saw the highway from our perspective. Mm. That was like so confusing for me. I was unsure of like, oh, did this team who's going on the highway take the long way? Or are they like missing the easy shortcut or something? And it, it just didn't translate well. And, you know, some of the teams like, we'll get to it with our losing team this week, but they were like very good. They were like not good, but they like navigated and they got directions and everything, but somehow teams just passed them constantly. Like, and they weren't that delayed from what we saw. So it's a little confusing how the navigation worked this episode. Uh, Barely the teams were fairly in the same placement each time. So that was like fine. But like as navigation goes, it was across the board confusing. Yeah, it was just, I just feel like they needed to, I don't know how they would have fixed it. I feel like they showed enough of people having issues, but it just, there was no context of of where they were and how lost they were and how long they'd been going the wrong direction. And then you had teams that didn't struggle, um, which is fine, but then they just didn't show them traveling at all. So it's like, honestly, I swear, like Kim and Penn ripped open their clue. And then the next time you see them, they're just at the church in Scotland. I'm like, wait, so they've, <laughs> <laughs> They've traveled from from London to Scotland, and we just haven't seen any of it. <laughs> yeah, it was confusing on how everything worked out. Um, the beginning of the episode was um, fairly standard for a like rinse, not rinse and repeat, um, for a continue racing situation. You get the clue, and everyone's like, "Oh, I thought I was going to rest, but no, they keep going." Um, the race is pretty fair in sort of giving a break anyway, like a long travel distance to go on a train or something like that. So it was pretty fair. <laughs> the beginning of this, like where the teams are checking in and at the train station and they're all getting there and everything. There was one of the most wild lines of dialogue I've ever heard on the race. Did you catch it? No. <laughs> so they were like checking in and they're like, I guess they were unsure how it was going to be, but they were like the the bed situation like it's so it's not like a sitting train it's like a, one of those overnight sleeping trains and everyone's like oh this is cool this is fancy some people are getting stuck and anthony and spencer got into their thing and one of them was like oh this is great like it's a bed i'll be able to sleep no problem and then one of the other guys said a lot better than the other trains we've been on which just like blew my mind because they were the two that were stuck on the train that stopped the terrorists. Mm. It was just like the most wild line of dialogue. <laughs> You'd be hoping that every train is slightly better than that experience. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine it worse than that. It was just so wild that he's like, oh, we've had worse trains, you know, like, LOL. Like, what? It was like the most, like, wink and nod thing I've, like, for the weirdest situ- uh it was so bizarre. It like, caught me so off guard. Interference again. They've just you've got to bring it up. You're on a train. Quick, bring it up. Yeah. Surprised like, you didn't bring it up last week on the mail train. Not the worst train experience I've ever had. Yeah, it's like Kim and Penn need to mention that they do funny videos. These guys need to mention that they were on a train in Paris that had to, to hijack by terrorists. Like it's man we didn't hear anything about Ryan going to jail, so like what's going on there? It'll be coming up, I'm sure. Yeah, when when there's the prison challenge and then he's triggered or something. It'll be his line when they when they come back from the break. Being away for nine months, I'm used to it because I was falsely incarcerated and locked in jail. Uh, nine months, you got to rethink your timeline there. But anyway, 
but yeah, that that line of dialogue just took me out. I was so messed up for like the beginning. I had to like pause, I had to recalculate, rethink, refresh. But yeah, that was one of the most wild lines. In what should have been like a nothing scene, it like turns too wild in my mind. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the teams get to Glasgow through the train, and it's self-driving time, and it is like uh, just like central i can't do the sound effect well but you get the idea of like every car short uh not short circuiting like stopping halting stalling that's the word stalling and, and people are like you got to switch gears and it's just like i don't know what i'm doing and it it was a mess to start i thought it was going to be worse going through the episode but it seemed like people got the hang of it but it was a rough start with it seemingly almost everyone not knowing how to do it yeah i don't remember a time when i've seen this many teams struggle um but yeah, it was odd. One of my favorite moments though was with Sam and um, Sam and Connie. That um, she's like, "Oh, maybe like just like give me a go to try." And he's just like, "No, the um, the reversing is really difficult." I'm like, "You're driving forward. Why did why is she needing to put the car in reverse?" I'm so confused by this comment. Uh, yeah, Sam was a interesting this episode, despite the fact we didn't see much of him or her, like, this team this much. It was a, it was an interesting comment. I have more to say on Sam later. But, yeah, I, I'm still, like, halfway through 32, um, which is on pause because I'm going to finish this season before I get confused and watch another season. But there was the one episode of that where, like, they had to do self-driving, and I just remember, like, at Will getting stuck stalling the car at the top of, like, a parking ramp and, like, backing up the whole, like, rest of the racers trying to get through and like i remember like leo i forget his thing was his name he had to like he ran drove the car out and then came back and then drove his car it was just like not since that like episode which is fresh in my mind like this was a mess like everyone was all over the place and even the people who say like i practiced but it didn't help that much like now i'm out here um it's good to see that people practiced but like it didn't matter too too much Mm, do you think they'd practice a little bit more or further in advance? I, I suppose we hope after the break that um everybody's driving's up to scratch. Yeah, that that's you gave me an idea. At the end of the episode, before we like close out, we'll talk about what we hope each team will have done in the mm-hmm. what was it, nineteen months they said that they were given. Yeah. Um. So keep that in mind. So think as we're going through. Um. But yeah, you you would hope that like more. I mean, it's good to know that the racers like 30 something seasons in no okay we should prepare we should have kind of phrases we should have maps ready we should understand how to maybe say some few phrases in the language we should learn how to drive manual like so there's good that the teams know this now um but it's still good that they can't do it that well for obviously our entertainment Mm. like this would have been even more boring if everyone could drive yes yeah like how awful would it have been it would have been the worst episode ever but i mean some some of the teams really struggled akbar really could not do it very well um but he kept his cool so he he's grown from the earlier episodes but so teams have to navigate to this church to get their clue some teams like we said were on the highway some teams were on street roads it didn't really make sense um, teams were lost, but we weren't sure how they were lost or how far off they were. We didn't really get a good gauge of how off 
they were. It was just, oh, we're lost. Uh, somehow Kim, Kim and Ben, while giving directions, just managed to find it. She's like, oh, wait, that's the clue box. Wait, that's it? Like, they made it seem like it was so easy. Uh, you know, meanwhile, Arun and Natalia can't merge onto the right highway, uh, which ends up, like, costing them a lot of time. It's just, it's a mess. This driving segment, it's a mess. But teams slowly and surely get to the first clue box, which is the pits, not pit stop. <laughs> the first clue is the pit stop. <laughs> the roadblock, which is assembling the bagpipes, and then they have to play a note. It really fell apart in the challenge when they had to start playing the note because some people didn't play a note for the full song. Others just stopped and looked at the guy, and he was like, oh, it's good enough. It Unclear about the speculation, but the assembling of the bagpipes was the challenge. Not that viewer-friendly, but... It, those attention to detail tasks are never the most viewer friendly, but they're, they're a good classic staple, especially when the camera pans to the, the piece that they're missing or the thing that they forgot to do or something like that. And, and, and so it's always good that they kind of bring us in like that, but nothing mm. too major in terms of breakdowns. Um, major major thing, Natalia decided to help some of the teams, um, which will find out that it cost her and her father, the, pretty much the episode, I didn't, that wasn't the only decision that ruined it for them, but it didn't help that she had decided to help all these other teams that were arguably much stronger than them. Yeah, this was an interesting one. I agree. I feel like the, the putting together the bagpipes worked. But the whole playing the note was how it just wasn't policed. And it was, I was almost like that. I don't know if the guy could hear them over the, <laughs> the band that was playing and then like you say some of them played for like the whole of the song others took breaks and then started playing again and then others just like Akbar just stopped (laughs) and was like I'm done and then the guy was like okay and I did love this judge that he was so nonchalant in like when they got it like it was very difficult to tell and then just like and then he just like sticks his hand out for a handshake no like communication apart from that whatsoever just like yep handshake here's the clue move along um but definitely an interesting one. I did love, too, that, like, the Arun and Natalia bit where she she helps out these other teams and then it's this big thing of, like, this is going to cost us the leg, this, that, whatever else. I'm like, surely she spent less than, like, five minutes helping them out. I don't think it was going to make a difference at the end of the day. Yeah, it was, it was so, the guy was, like, putting his hand under the bag and like you have to like see it, like you might not even be able to tell. It's it's weird. Usually they just bring out the clue or they're like, good job, and they give a thumbs up. But this guy was very, very professional, very business, like handshakes and then and then give the clue. Like it was the weird formalities of his uh, judgment. Uh, one of the stupidly funniest moments of this whole thing was when Caro and Ray got there and they did their performance and then it's silent and then Ray just starts clapping. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, this is a little awkward. And there, and, and even on top of that, like Haro and Ray, their meltdown. Like I think this was before they had their meltdown. Like they were like in like complete lack of communication. They were discommunicated. Like it was a mess. She was like, oh, I thought that she was relatively okay. Like I don't know what his deal was. Like I was more off by him. Where he was like, don't hug me, don't touch me. I do. You're negative. I only deal in positive. But he was like way more negative than I thought she was. Their whole thing, like, made no sense uh, how they were, like, 
dealing with their communication issues. Like, neither of them were on the same page for that. Yeah, this was almost like a, a flashback to the previous episode where where he says to her, like, oh, you finished the challenge in, like, two minutes. Next time you do one or whatever. Um, and then he had, like, a similar, like, snarky comment of, like, well, you learn how to drive next time and you drive, like, these two honestly one of my favorite teams from the season and this yeah it did seem like an overreaction but I think if you're the passenger in this situation like the best thing you can do is probably just not say anything give the directions and like do not comment on the driving especially if you can't one if you can't drive a a manual like that's bad enough but then two if you don't have a license at all then then you probably have like no room to comment in this situation yeah, it just got so like weirdly ugly, like of the comments. Mm. I mean, it wasn't as bad as some of the others we've heard, like, you know, Akbar saying, your family's disappointed in you um, and some of the other stuff. But it, it was just not, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good look. And somehow they managed to work through it. The weirdest thing for me was how they undersell it in the confessional. Like mm. every time we cut to confessional, she's like, you know, it's just one of those moments where you realize, you know, we're still working through our differences and we've got to work out these little bumps and we're golden. It's just like, what? I just, like, I love every time it's their team in a confessional. It's never the two of them in the shot. It's always one of them sitting like completely by themselves doing a single confessional or either it's the two of them together, but they just zoom right into one of their faces and cut completely off the other person. There's never like a two shot of both of them. Well, I mean, it's very telling. I mean, using that as like a an analogy, it's like mm. very clear that the other teams are like, oh, we're communicating. We're t- like, like sometimes you'll be like, oh, I was, you know, I was saying something. And then you, Jerry, you were saying something in response. Like, I thought the challenge was really easy. And you'd be like, oh, but I really struggled or something like that. That's not their way. Mm. She's just like, we've got to do this. And then he's like, well, I was thinking this, but she was th- like, it's never them talking. It's what, yeah, it's a weird Thing. I, I don't think I've ever quite seen this on The Amazing Race. Obviously, if they're doing a solo, that's like a little different. But it was, it's just weird that they're, this is the way they've chosen to do it for them. Uh, but, you know, moving on. Roadblock, not too crazy. Um, people are slowly getting there. We're kind of still confused. But uh, Natalia, at this point, like after she gets it done, she go, they go to this like convenience store and they're like looking for directions. And, like, she has, like, a, a not a panic attack, but she, like, starts panicking in the store. She's like, oh, I told the two of them. Is that going to be, are we going to be eliminated? Do you think I should have done that? Like, because they, like, go to their car because they finish the task shortly after. And it, it was just, like, one of the craziest overreactions. And, like, part of me, the whole episode was, like, this is, like, foreshadowing, clearly. Like, they're probably going home. and Or if they're, like, just saved or something. Like, they, they felt, like, in danger from all of this over panicking that was going on yeah it was definitely an interesting one it just like you say it was an overreaction considering they are about like middle of the pack at this point in time like it's not like they were at the end and she she'd pushed them into last like there were still teams behind that group of teams but the fact too that at this point she didn't just they didn't just like run out and ask to like follow another team like she's just built like this kind of like, the, the teams owe her at this point. She should have just, they should have just gone outside and be like, can we follow you guys? And I'm sure they would have said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was just like an overblown situation. And then on top of that, 
um, you know, the teams like this episode very much so were like counting the clues in the clue box. They were like, oh, there mm. was like, you know, one more clue in the clue box. So we're not last checking in at this point in time. So like teams had a very good sense of where they were this leg. Like maybe there was a little bit of overtake in between those locations. Like, okay, you know, between getting the last clue and checking in at the pit stop or something like that, you know, maybe there was overtaking there. But like relatively when they got to each box, they knew where they were sitting. So like it really should not have come as like this overblown reaction that like, oh my God, I'm going to be last. Like there are four teams that hadn't checked into the first challenge yet. And she was worried that they were going to get eliminated. I mean, she kind of manifested that if you ask me. Yeah, it's almost like they need to chuck some extra clues in the clue box. So well, everybody, like you say, to. everybody was like, everybody was counting. Um, so they need to go back to, to doing that, I think. Because they used to. I remember one time a team took an extra clue because they lost um, theirs. Like, they used to do that. Um, I don't know why they stopped. I guess they're <laughs> trying to cut costs. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I feel like one extra clue should be there, or at least two. Or, you know, something like, maybe they make, they should make all of them, like, for each team. And then don't take them away when teams are eliminated. Just leave them all. Mm. Like, if there's 11 teams, there's 11 clues in each box for the whole season so you're not sure where everyone is yeah but even if there's just one extra to throw them off and then like a team who's in last comes and like oh we're not in last there's one clue left like just even something like that is enough to just make it a little bit more difficult for teams to know exactly where they are yeah yeah because every like every turn every challenge someone was like oh there's more oh there's two more clue bus and we're good we're good like it was like we're not last Mm. and like at the final challenge like the kilt challenge like Italian was like, we're the last two teams. We got to get this. Like everyone knew where they were in a leg that should have been wide open, you know, mm. especially when you're self-driving and you don't know where you're going and all this kind of stuff, people getting lost. Like it should have been so confusing, but it, it was not, which I guess adds to why we were like, oh, this is kind of a meh episode. So after all of that debacle of help, should I have helped the team? Should I not help the team? Uh, we get more navigation issues as they have to go to the, this random park to get a clue. Some of the teams swap position here. Like I think Lulu and Lala got to the park way after they finished the challenge. Like so, like you saw a little bit of overtaking here, where they would get in at these this random point differently, but nothing much came from it except. Uh, Natalia is still panicking that they were in like in danger. Like, should we have parked there? Should we have stopped it? Like, it was just it was a mess from her end. She she un- unraveled unnecessarily. Mm. Like, this is the super fan that um, is like, oh my god, I'm on the like I'm on the race, I'm on the race, and then she just like overthinks over like she needed to like take a step back for sure yeah. this episode. So after they get the clue, they get the detour which is kilt or rebuilt kilt is doing a song and dance uh which is like more of like a, a limericky poem kind of performance and which like singing it and then the other one is uh sort of disassembling existing barrels and then sort of redoing it so that they could do whatever with it i don't know what they do with it um uh, <laughs> they barrel with it i don't know um one was super physical and then one was more traditional, like, I mean, both traditionally amazing race challenges, like a super physical challenge where you got to just hammer and do all this sort of physical labor. 
And then that other side of the Amazing Race, which is just the singing, dancing performance, like which Amazing Race loves silly costumes as well. So it was fun to have those. They felt like classic challenges. So in that way, I like it was a bonus. Um, but the barrel, it was hard to see anything. Like the only real issue was Natalia and Arun. Surprise, they come up again. Struggled with the barrel. So they're like, we got to not do this. Uh, and then Raquel and Kayla struggled a little bit, but they eventually got through it. Uh, but the the big moment of the entire detour was uh, Kim and Penn being the the like rock star like performers that they are like like nailing the performance. You know, Penn was going into full diva mode that he like missed a, a beat and he was like, oh, I can't believe it. You didn't tell me. Like he just went into full panic mode there. But easily they regained their composure and they managed to like knock out the performance. They seemed like having so much fun. It, they they were the stars of this whole episode for me. Like if they weren't there, I would have been miserable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They are the stars of the episode. They're the stars of the season at this point in time. Um, this was such a great moment. Like, it it annoyed me, and I hated every team that did the singing and dancing challenge. I was over the top. It it annoyed me, and I felt sorry for the, the poor kids being there, just, like, pushed off stage. Um, <laughs> but I get that that's, like, their personality. I just would just be, like, so the opposite if I performed one of these tasks and be like okay focus get it done don't overperform it no like going like off script and they're, they're just like making up their own endings being all over the top it was for one of the I would say one of the easier singing dancing challenges we've got they managed to still make it memorable which was great yeah, and then the fact that we got constantly repeated with the line of like Donald, where's your trues? Like we heard yeah. trusers like six or seven, like so many times, and that woman in the back was like trusers. <laughs> the most ridiculous thing, probably of the episode, was trying this woman trying to get a rune to say trusers. Mm. <laughs> it was <laughs> like I felt bad for him because clearly English was not his first language, so obviously there's that struggle there. And just like him trying to do the song, and like it was just, I felt so bad. bad. And then they have to throw in this like trousers, like like Scottish slash Irish people don't speak the same English that the rest of us do. Yeah. So it's already a little bit harder. And then you throw in like everything in like relatively like you know British English, and then they say trousers in this like very weird accent. It was. So, I mean, great for us to hear character people say trusers, but like very bad for an, an uh, American, like second language person. Mm. I just, I ruined at this challenge. I just zero, zero like rhythm when it came. I mean, the dancing was fine, um, not great, but fine. Anything seemed to be possible in this dancing wise. Like they weren't too strict. I mean, there but weren't just, really steps. It was just no. like move here. Like, do a shimmy spot and then like shake your kilt at this point in time when we say truces shake your kilt um but just his rhythm of like putting like the words into like the the sentence at like the right point in time with like the music was just like no and I feel like every every like line he like slightly changed it from what the lyrics were which made like the line slightly longer than it didn't fit in with the song like it was just uh it was a mess I felt so. There was one point, the, I think it was the first time they failed. They were like, wrong, wrong, wrong. You have to be in sync or something like that. And she mm -hmm. looks to him and he's like, were you even singing? And he's like, oh, that's my bad. And it's just like, what? 
he just like melt down. He like could not get it. And he was like adding words. He's like sliding on the hall, but it's the floor. And he's like, you know, like you said, adding words with the on the trues. And it's just like, mm. and you hear him trying to rush whatever he's saying to catch up to her. Like it, it was just, it was a rough go for him. You've got to think that. I just feel like they should have stuck at the barrel challenge. Surely, surely they would have got it eventually. This was like a bad change, but not surprising because we've seen before them like panic at the darts challenge, which they got, but panic of like, oh, we need to switch, we need to leave. Like they yeah. were there with plenty of other teams. They weren't like even the last people at that particular detour at that point in time. It just seemed like this whole episode from them was very like frantic and frazzled throughout. Yeah, I was going to say, I, this episode really like, hit for me that that what you just said there that they like if they can't get it right away they're like oh we can't do it 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 was just Mm. like a panic of like like colin made the the funny joke of like he's like we'll do 15 more minutes at the darts he misses five more minutes like they just can't comprehend that they like can't they have to work through it or something it's just it's Mm. crazy that like they tried to hammer it like three times from what we saw obviously they could have been there you know half an hour or something like that but like, it seemed like they hammered it three times. Oh, I can't do this. Okay, let's go. Um, and he was still willing to try it. She just, like, was not having it. She's like, I can't do it. Um, but, I mean, we saw all the team. Like, I don't think any person did it all on their own. Even the strong guys helped each other do one at a time, mm. you know? So I don't know why they panicked so much. And they were whole. well, they made the problem. They were doing it upright. Like, she's trying to hammer the thing off, like, and the barrel was standing mm. up. Like they just, I I don't know what was off. They were off, completely off. They yeah, it was it. just, it was very odd, particularly because, like you say, this was a like a joint. They could help each other as a joint task. It wasn't like the dart situation where, like, they had to get a bullseye separately. It was like one person for like the rules of the challenge. One person could have just sat down on a chair and then not done anything and let the other person do everything. So, the fact that they switched from this to a task where they knew that one person was probably like, he was very adamant from the start. Like I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this, but we'll switch anyway. It's just a very weird decision to make. Yeah. And then after they decide to switch, I caught this weird line that Arun said uh, about his daughter, like her strength is singing and dancing. (laughs) I've never quite heard someone decide that that is their strength. um, Especially someone who's not a singer or dancer professionally. Mm. Uh, we don't even know. I don't even know if they've told us what she does. Uh, but yeah, it was just a really weird line. Uh, obviously, she seemed fine. There were other people that I thought were more impressive at the singing and dancing challenge than her. Uh, but yeah, they decided they they were panic switching. I think I think that's what obviously that's the whole thing of the detour is like, oh, you get the choice between two challenges and you like like choice, like pressure and, and, and paranoia like gets to you. And they, it really cooked her. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't switch back, honestly. I I, I really think that she was like, I can't do that. Hmm. But yeah, it was it was it was unfortunate. Meanwhile, throughout the entirety of the episode, I wouldn't know. They were hardly in it. Akbar and Sherry had many struggles between driving the car. Uh, they managed to make up a little bit of time with the roadblock, but then they got lost again. And then they went to the singing and dancing challenge. They knocked it out like in one go, mm. which I think was the only they were the 
like maybe Lulu and Lala. I'm not sure if I can't remember, but like they seem to be the only team to knock it out in one go. Um, and they way more impressed me than some of the other teams. Like fair enough, Kim and Penn, I expected them to get it. Uh, but they were like the big surprise for me. Like uh, they, they like knocked it out in one go. And I was just like, they were out of there. They like, I mean, Akbar was going on about this weird, like psychology trick of like getting in their face or I forget what he was saying. Like putting pressure we're, we're on gonna them. get up straight and do it and put the pressure on them, which was weird because then you saw Arun and Natalia go first anyway. I mean, I guess they were like the panic of oh they're ready to go, so we gotta mm. get it, and they messed up. Or I, it was weird. Um, whatever it was, it worked, and they managed to get it. They shook their trousers, even though uh, their kilts. <laughs> they didn't have trousers on, but uh, they they shook their kilts and they got it. Um, they were the most impressive in that challenge for me. So, but they got it out of there. But then again, Chalk, they got lost again. So that was all their like. Um, and that was really it. It kind of just kind of fizzled out. Like you know, teams were checking in slowly and surely. Uh, we had this. We had a pit stop greeter. What did you mm-hmm. think of him? Um, I didn't think he was terribly interesting, but I was just glad that we had a pit stop greeter back. So they're not gone for good. Because I was convinced after the first two episodes. So I'm like, okay, pit stop greeters are gone. I don't know, like, could they just not get anybody to agree to do it in London? And everyone was just like, no. Yeah, I don't know. He was, he was not any, but he was there. So that, that's a good sign. Uh, they also moved the pit stop. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. They were out inside. I don't know why. Too dark. I have no idea why. But they moved from inside to outside. Um, teams were checking in. Nothing too crazy in terms of the arrival order. Kim and Pen won, which was like very exciting. They're slowly and surely coming like fan favorites and stars of the season for me. Um, especially where I started, they were like one of my least favorites coming in to see them going so well. It was great. Um, pretty standard fare. Ryan and Dusty, Anthony and Spencer, Connie and Sam, Carolyn Ray, Cal and Kayla, Lulu, Lala, Taylor and Isaiah, Akbar and Sherry, and Arun and Natalia check in last. Somehow they were that lost because Akbar and Sherry asked every person in between the, the challenge and the pit stop. I have never seen a team ask so many people for directions. Like, I mean, credit to them for actually being willing to ask because there's nothing worse than when teams are lost and they just won't ask for directions. And like we said uh, last week, you're in an English-speaking country, like make the move to, to ask for directions where it's easy, um, but just everywhere. And it, it seemed like every time they asked you, the person was like, it's just left and it's down that street. And then it still seemed like they got that wrong. And then I had to ask somebody well, else. The like, first oh, one just, was like, oh, it's, it's right down, down this, that street. Yeah. Down this way. And then the next guy said, oh, you're real far away. Mm. It was like they got like five different interpretations of where this school was. Uh, so in some ways I felt bad for them. But like they managed to make it. They they checked in and they weren't eliminated. So you, you, they had some solace in that. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a really quiet episode for them. I was unsure of like what that meant. Like, I was like, are they just going to be quietly booted or something? You know, I, I wasn't sure what was going on with them because they had no real airtime, especially after the premiere. They were like big characters, you know, and the, they just disappeared in this episode. Um, but obviously, it's because we have more time to see them. Mm. They're um, calmer in the car because Sherry doesn't have to run, so. She definitely had her um, lungs rested and she could recover mm-hmm. and rest. So she didn't have to, to panic and he didn't have to panic. 
Well, she didn't have to play the bagpipes either, so that probably helped the the resting of the lungs. Yeah, she could she, she could walk. They mm-hmm. were walking everywhere too. They didn't run one bit this episode. <laughs> if you got that, but yeah. So Arun and Natalia, you sad to see them go? Any any big surprise there? Any shock? Any devastation? Uh, not really. I I with them leaving would miss the the chaos of them switching details. I think it's a bad strategy, but it's kind of fun to watch them them freak out and just switch on a dime. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's still kind of early. There's so many other teams that I feel like are more interesting that I wasn't up that upset to see them go. And out of like the option of them or Akbar and Sherry, I feel like Akbar and Sherry bring a little bit more. Yeah, they've got, I feel like out of the two teams, Akbar and Sherry have more potential in a weird way. Like they're they're obviously more dynamic. Like they were really getting into it, and I feel like they have the most potential to grow in this time off. Then I feel like mm. Arun and Ty would have come back relatively the same. Maybe a little bit more fit. Maybe they would have prepared a little better. But like nothing really cha- would have changed for them. Like I feel like Akbar and Cherry can come back really strong, especially because they've performed relatively poorly consistently so far. So like they have yes. the room to grow, whereas. <laughs> Like like he said, Arun said they finished like third last leg, so mm. like they they have they you know they they could have performed you know so this was definitely like a more exciting finish for us. Uh-huh. But we will get to our uh, preseason predictions for where we put Arun and Natalia. Uh, we've got five people to go through, so my predictions for Arun and Natalia I put them in eighth, so obviously low down. I thought they'd survive a little longer. Colin predicted them dead last. Jared, you predicted them dead last. <laughs> Kristen predicted them uh, seventh, so she had a, quite a lot of faith in them. And the AI predicted um, Arun and Natalia to finish in third. So that was mm. a very <laughs> off for them. So it looks like you and Colin get the point this week. Mm-hmm. So we are three-way tie. For first, with Kristen's AI in the lead, or not in the lead, uh, in equal tie with you and Colin. There we go. Um, now, doing the rest of the predictions are going to be weird because um, I didn't look at it, but I know that not all the teams return to the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I after the episode ended and right before we got on, I was like, oh, I didn't actually look to see who was there like like who had continued to race like because they showed them all or something like that in the pre in the the little sneak at the end um mm. all i noted was i was thinking of Kristen's comment like akbar and cherry must should have done cardio and crossfit like to be ready i was looking for them <laughs> to see if they were very fit um they don't look that much different they look a little no. different, but i think they look a little bit more fit yeah, I, I didn't catch, so I'm not entirely sure who's not coming back, but I know that some teams don't come back. And then, I don't know if this was said, or I heard a rumor on Twitter or something like that, that people are replacing them. Did you hear that? Um, Do you know I, that? I, I heard that, but I'm confused as to whether that means, uh, like, people from past seasons or does it mean like people from this season who've already gone home like i'm not sure what what that 
refers to. Because I don't know, like, what, I mean, everything's fair in, in like, reality TV, you know what I'm saying? But, like, mm. what's the fairness of, like, Michael and Mo coming back? You know, they were eliminated fairly. Like, it, it's a weird thing. And then, like, what if you just bring back, what, uh, the twinnies, like, randomly? Like, well, what what fairness is, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you bring a new team? Like, what's, like, you bring the alternate, like, team that was supposed to be on the race or something you know like what what mm. is the fairness of that yeah it's a it's an interesting one because if you like if you were to just race with the teams coming back i feel like they showed like i don't know five or six or something so then you've lost i know uh, that it's more than one for sure mm. i just don't know who or how many i didn't pay i really completely forgot to pay attention at that last scene then the question becomes like what like how do you do the rest of the season? Do you have more non-elimination legs and continue racing legs than normal? Or do you do, like, just a shorter season in general, which probably is not a bad idea given, like, the situation they're in to, like, like let's just do a shorter season because it's a bit more difficult to travel at the moment. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And then if you, like you say, if you bring back teams that have already gone home, like, is that, as that really fair and then if you bring back returning teams like what's the fairness there like are you trying to pull from teams who were eliminated early in the race to have like i suppose a similar similar level of experience oh, yeah, like, like second ones that like mm. i guess wouldn't if they were ever going to light, do that know? here would be the chance to bring back like an early boot team you feel had potential like i feel like this is the perfect scenario if you're going to do that oh my god look rupert and laura Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were an early boot they could come back <laughs> they're also they have another I... elephant task <laughs> yeah. they're the only team I could think of that was an early boot so uh-uh. my uh, knowledge of early boots of the amazing race are not high so bring back the people who went home on like because they couldn't find the number plate the number like, here's the moment to bring them back they've got even less experience than these other teams Oh, yeah, those, like, first challenge boots. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, went home at the starting line. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be that would probably be the most fair. Actually, it would be mm-hmm. unfair to them. Yes. Because they didn't even race. Like, I have to give them a, an express pass to, to level things up. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, obviously, based on that little preview we got, they're already in the next country, um, mm-hmm. which is what I said. I said that they would do something a little more epic than this, like, start from home. So that's, that was really exciting for me that they were actually in a new country. They were all traveling. Like, ever, most of the teams were there. So, like, they seemed in high spirits. It just seemed like a lot more, like, polished than what we started the season with. Yeah, so it'll be worth it for that moment. And I am excited for, like, surely they've got to do flashbacks for, from, like, the 19 months that they were that they were off. So I am excited to see. Yeah, if, and sharing their home gym, yes, like, going yeah. at it. Like, in the uh, basketball court <laughs> yes you know more funny videos from kim and Penn. Mm-hmm. you know dancing from taylor and isaiah like the raquel and, and kayla traveling could... through the pandemic and learning so much about countries yeah they, they were they were there in switzerland just the week before reviewing their airport photos <laughs> did, did you catch their little mention of their job this episode mm-hmm they, they're, the, they're the ones that keep bringing out their jobs every episode. Let's do it. 
<laughs> we'll hold them to it. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah. Um, but um, like I said, we were going to talk about what we hope from each team. So we'll just do based on all the teams that are left, not mm-hmm. counting who might not come back or whatever, because we don't officially know what's going on or who's not coming back or whatever. Um, so I'm just going to go in the order that I'm seeing names pop up on my screen right now. So Kim and Penn, what do you hope most from them coming back? Like, what can they grow and learn from? I feel like they're doing very well. Um, I personally would like to see a little less showmanship from Penn, but that's probably just me. Stick to the task. Don't blame the instructor when you get it wrong. No over-the-top singing. That should have been a fail at the end for not following the correct dance moves. Um, so I want to see them toned down, which I'm sure is the opposite to everybody else. <laughs> but, sure. um, and maybe I suppose their thing they have to work on is just not overthinking stuff. Yeah, don't overthink. And then maybe just up their physical a little because I don't think they've done a physical challenge yet. Mm-hmm. So if they get pushed into that situation, like I'm not sure if they can handle it. Like if it's a roadblock or, or a mandatory task. Like, just yes, make sure yep. that that's polished because they are the oldest team in the race, as Phil likes to point out. Uh, so keeping that on tone. Um, Taylor and Isaiah, one of the more bottom teams. Uh, what do we hope from them? Um, I just think they need to learn to navigate better. Like, I feel like they never really struggle at, at the tasks themselves. It's just they just seem to get lost in, in the in-between bits. So maybe some, I don't know, some map reading, some orienteering would probably uh, probably do them, them well over the break. Yeah, there's no clear reason that they're in the bottom, but they've been in the bottom the whole season so far. Because um, like you said, they're fine at the task. There's no glaring issues. Navigating seems to be their biggest struggle. They, they communicate really well. They're, they're on the same page. So it's, it's just, yeah, navigating, I'd say. I'll, I'll echo that. Um, Next, Raquel and Kayla, what can they improve on in the coming months? Um, not mentioning their job. Yeah, I was going to say, not, not name-dropping stations and airports they've visited before. Um, I think they're doing better than expectations. I think for them, there's not really a whole lot for them to to improve on. They seem to get along well. They seem to be able to navigate fairly well because they've been places before. Um so, yeah, not a whole lot for them to work on. Maybe just, just I think they need to build up some alliances in amongst these teams. Yeah, alliances, they struggled a little physically this leg with the barrels. So maybe upping some more cardio, arm workouts or something like that. Um, they struggle a little with navigation. They struggle a little with navigation throughout the season. So maybe make sure they've got that. Yeah, like solid team, not a whole lot to go wrong with them. Um, Caro and Ray. <laughs> what could they improve on if they were? Um, <laughs> if they're, they're probably the biggest. If they were, to. she well, she could get a license over nineteen months would be great. Uh, other than that, I think just you know maybe just smoothing over those as she put it, just the little bumps in the road that they have in their relationship. Um. I don't know. I think they need to put themselves in some high-pressure situations. Like maybe they should have moved in together for nine for for the nineteen months would probably be the most valuable thing they could have done. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Just put them do some stress 
stressful situation together, I don't know, go and do an escape room or, or something of the sort to try to work on their uh, communication and just dealing with with the time pressure. Okay. This is part joke, part serious question. Um, do you think it will be more beneficial if they break up and then they come back as exes? You know what? <laughs> you might be right. Like I don't, have to don't move in together, although but like that could work. But um, move in together if it doesn't work, break up. Just because, like, I feel like once you're past all the like, like caring about each other, like, oh, I, you're my ex, I don't like you that much as, as that compared to you before. Like, it's just better. It's just like they don't have to worry. They don't have to pretend. They don't have to fake. It's like a lot easier. Obviously, we've seen exes on the show before, and it doesn't go. They're not always on the same page. But you know what? We don't feel awkward about it. They don't like each other. Fair enough. You know? Yeah, I think with exes, like, you just, like, they, they yell at each other and get annoyed at each other, but then they can just move on. Yeah. Whereas he, here they have to, like, overanalyze everything of, like, oh, why did this, what why that did this happen? Us, and, like, yeah. don't know how he deals with this. I don't know what his communication style is. Yada, yada, yada. Like, if your exes you just get mad at each other and it's unhealthy and you don't communicate but then like it's over it's like okay well like i hate them they're my ex so whatever i'll yell back at them like it's just it's easier uh lala and lulu what can they improve on uh a communication would be high on my list um as opposed to breaking up maybe they need to find a boyfriend and find some other support system that's uh, built them up maybe do a little bit of self-esteem work in the in the, in the off season i'd say yeah they're they're other than that blow up they're pretty much relatively on the same page i don't think that they disagree that much um they did well this episode um so not too like they're they're, they're in the back of the pack but there's not too too much like i think they're they need they're the ones who need to smooth out some rough edges like mm. they just i think that they need a little bit like you said self-help for themselves and then they can work together even better because they're twins they know each other really well like there's not too much wrong it's just not working right yet yeah uh akbar and sherry what could they improve on uh a little bit of a little bit of fitness a little bit of cardio work um, which would probably be helpful. Basketball. Basketball, I would say. Um, definitely some more manual driving lessons might be helpful. Um, I think both of them should learn how to drive manual because then you've got options. But, yeah, I think the main thing for them, they should have been hitting the basketball court every day of that of that break. Yeah, uh, just working out, like, just working on their running. Their cardio is probably the worst. I feel like they could do like a heavy lifting like they seem mm-hmm. that they've got that like they seem strong that way but like yeah they can't run they can't do you know that basic cardio they're struggling on that end um even akbar who was like keep going keep going like he struggled as well he wasn't a champion runner there so the two of them and a little bit of communication i think that they drastically improved i think they're like from where they were to where they are now they've improved the most i feel like out of any team mm. Like, yeah, they had a really bad leg this leg, but they were so calm about it. They weren't mad at each other. They, like, worked through it together. So, like, I think that they've improved, but they could still obviously a little bit of improvement on that yeah. leg. I feel with them that they just, 
their expectations now are kind of probably maybe in a more realistic and healthy spot. I'm like, oh, okay, they know. There was obviously no training pre-race to, to find out, okay, like, where are our weaknesses? There was just, we're going to be as good as we were when we were playing basketball. Um, so I think now they're kind of more in the realm of reality, which seems to have helped them over, like, this last leg to just remain calm and just, just let it go. I mean, I have, I know they're they're probably like next to go, but I really hope that they survive because they've been improving mm-hmm. a lot. Like they give me hope. Um, all right, Anthony and Spencer, <laughs> what could they improve on? I don't know if there's much. Yeah, they haven't struggled at anything. Um, and they've got that sort of alliance with the, the other guys. So mm-hmm. like they've got all bases really covered. Like maybe some work on on European flags and which ones are in the EU, but apart from that, I think they're pretty much set. Yeah, I mean, they could be a bit they could be a bit more interesting if they want to work on that over the break. <laughs> yeah, get a good backstory. Come on, uh, let's just get them out of the way. Ryan and Dusty, same boat. What could they improve? Uh, Ryan and Dusty, it's like it's. It's the same. And like the backstory's there, but then just on screen, they're just not terribly dynamic or interesting. So if Kim and Penn could give a little bit of their personality across these other teams, that'd be great. Although I do think Ryan and Dusty, to me, are maybe slightly more interesting than Anthony and Spencer, but they're just a carbon copy of like each other, those teams. And the fact that they work together doesn't help distinguishing them. It's like we got like white bread and then we've got like whole grain bread um both Mm -hmm. relatively not that interesting but yeah one's a little better than the other Uh, and it's not like they don't have interesting lives or backstories it's just they don't pop Uh, i think it's just because they're like so good at everything and they get in and just get the 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 challenge done whereas there's no like interaction like having fun with each other or like this that whatever else it's like okay like challenge task get out get to the next place with no navigation issues it's just they haven't had any drama surrounding them or have haven't struggled at anything so yeah they're, they're both like doing well mm. and they're like really close so like there's no personal drama they're and just too no competent race drama so and last but not least connie and sam what could they improve on um I think the communication could be a little better. Uh, maybe Sam not, sh- not shutting Connie down every second and letting her just... I think Connie just needs a little bit more, like, free reign as part of this team to do something. Just feel like she's never given permission to do anything. And um, maybe let her, I don't know, let her drive or take a suggestion on board at some point. But backing up was difficult. That's true. No, you can't drive the manual car. Reversing is hard. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see all these teams come back and the race come back, see how it's changed in the new in the new world. Um, it was very weird. One thing I noticed this episode was how many times people were hugging each other. I don't know if that was like extra pointed out just because of what's coming mm. up next, but it was very weird that some people were touchy-feely this episode. Anyway, very much like every every time they completed the task, 
Like, it was very, like, especially for the task that they got on the first go, I'm like, this is a little bit over the top. Yeah, it's like the guy was handshaking everyone, and then I think Kara was hugging everyone. Like, it was just weird that so much touchy-feely before they can't touch anyone. Mm. Um, Yeah, but I'm excited. Next episode's going to be a wild uh, reintroduction to The Amazing Race. It's going to probably be like nothing we've ever seen or be exactly like everything we've seen, just slightly different. Uh, but I'm, it's an interesting episode nonetheless. This one was interesting as well for the end result. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun because there's nothing to co- to compare it to. Like you have you've had seasons like uh, the Amazing Race Australia film throughout the pandemic, um, but obviously kind of like that's different because they didn't have to break and then they only traveled like around Australia. Like it didn't really impact the race like in each episode you didn't kind of really like notice it whereas here i mean the whole rest of the race is just going to be backstories on on what we did over the break yeah forget your terrorist attack train incident it's going to be you know akbar and sherry teaching at home um Mm -hmm. and kim and penn doing home videos during quarantine yeah serving meals from their from their kitchen window (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's you know, definitely like water cooler conversation for sure now. Um, mm. And like Phil said, it's never, you know, like teams have never had this experience before and, and neither have they and neither have we. So it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out and how people do. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for us. Um, oh, we have to rate the episode. What do you want to rate it? Uh, to me, this is a bin. I just yeah. still think it was terribly interesting. It was weird. The only interesting thing is this interesting fact from, from Wikipedia that um, after nearly 19 months makes the previous pit stop effectively the longest in Amazing Race history. <laughs> You've completed your they, – they stopped at their pit stop for a mandatory 19-month rest. <laughs> Please, I ha- I just want to see that little little marker, like a right – Sansa arrived at whatever time on on this date and and departed 19 months later at this time. <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat that record, I think. Oh, my God. That's too funny. <laughs> What's the shortest something from this past Amazing Race Australia mm, season? Probably. Yeah, that's that's a good fact. <laughs> Put it on a bar trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. I'll bin it with you. It wasn't, like, awful. We've definitely seen a lot worse episodes of TV, uh, but it was just not interesting, so. It was groundbreaking, revolutionary, iconic, but not exciting. Mm. Uh, and that's it. We will see you next week. Hopefully, Kristen or Colin or both of them will be back. We'll find out then. Um, yeah, that's it. Stay tuned. Watch The Amazing Race, obviously, and listen to our episodes. And, uh... Show the way your trousers. Yes. Donald, wear your trousers. Whatever the line is. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the oznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.